Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. Podcast. Whoa, that's so low. I know. My voice <laughs> is kind of going yeah. because of the ragweed in the air is what I've been told. <laughs> Look, you'll never I don't even get know it what ragweed is. Because you don't have allergies. I don't. So I'm going to be talking you'll pretty low this it. episode because so, it's easier. Amy, you want to do the intro? I tried to force Lisa to do it a while ago. I thought she would like it. She always and forgot I think what it's was stressed her out. Is it but one? Okay. We found Amy has a gift for hosting, so she can try to do the intro now. I don't really love doing the intro, so I think it'd be cool if Amy can bring some personnel to it, which is what I was trying to do with Lisa, but I think it was too stressful. Too much structure. It is a little stressful. Okay, guys. But you like structure, so it works for I you. I love structure. So welcome back to the Summerly Podcast. This is episode 130, aka 130. Yeah, see, Lisa, what, what, today, <laughs> what number is it? Today, we're going to talk about something that I don't do very well, which is move on from things. Oh. Um, and we're going to talk about things that are hard to move on from. <laughs> and we're going to share our experiences and our stories moving on, much like a wave in the ocean. Yeah. Oh. Or at least attempting to be one. This is because <laughs> I wanted to do this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, why? Because we came out with a song called Move On yeah. recently, a couple That's weeks ago. I don't know. And it's season. like... I don't know how to move on is like the theme of the song. So we're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. We love to see let's it. Talk let's about talk it. about it. Also, also, welcome back to the studio. Know, our very own Captain Chris I give a and her Christina. mini Christina. Yeah, Just we got, kidding. She's her very own entity. We have another whammon, another young whammon joining <laughs> us. There's five young ladies. Wow. Another August August 15th. Another Leo, Leo oh season. Gosh. Yeah, another Leo that. joining us. Welcome to the pod, Tristan. So I'm welcome, sure you have much to say. Tristan, six weeks old. Just chilling mm. in Cedar Rapids. She's just chilling right now. <laughs> also, I will say that yesterday, Barrett learned that this is where we do a podcast. And oh my he kept gosh. saying, welcome to the podcast. Wait, I walked oh. by this ro- the door oh. and I heard, <laughs> I heard like really <laughs> mischievous laughter. I was like, what is that? And then I saw him kneeling on, I think it was Lauren's um, seat right there. And he was going into the mic. <laughs> and then he looked at me. <laughs> I was like, Barrett, get out of here. Because he was holding so the mic funny. and going. Okay, there was a video of Barrett playing the flute on a ladle. Oh my gosh. And it is like the best video I've ever seen. Max and I were cracking up watching it. It's a good one. But yeah, so um, back to us. Um, Love you, Barrett. Um, We're going to talk about moving on. Yeah, and that's today for you. So buckle in. Get ready to move on. Well, or, like or struggle too and not really move. So if yeah, you guys right. want to get every True. single Samurai podcast episode, you got to join our Patreon because we post all the episodes there. We only do half of them ish, basically. Because it's not really half anymore. It's now it's like a because we post part of the episode, you know, mm-hmm. on YouTube. So it's yeah. not really half, but it's like you get all of them on Patreon and you also get oh, oh, I see what content. Saying. You get like Q&As from us and you get Q&As, comment shout, shout outs, outs, patrons of the week, a lot of fun interactive things and also Behind today on scenes. YouTube, congratulations, you will be here with us the entire 
podcast. Wow. Hello, YouTube. So Yay. you will not be here the whole time next week, but you'll be here the whole time this week. So, so strap it. Diehard Sermai Podcast fan, you'll probably love Patreon. And we've been told by lots of people in there that it's the most positive community it on is. the internet. Just saying. Wow. That's a good call. No bullies. <sighs> no, no bullies. No bullies allowed. So should we go to highs and lows? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Christina, I think you could start us off. Okay, I'll start. Highs and lows. So, I didn't even think about it. Let's see. High. Oh, I know. The high of the week was that um, she slept for six and a half hours of a stretch. (gasps) That's amazing. You look chipper. uh, Yeah, I don't don't really feel bad. You look calm. Yeah, you do look calm. It's wild. (laughs) So, that was a high. um, Yeah, yeah, that's high. And then what's the low? I don't have lows in my life. I don't really have lows anymore. My life is perfect. Love to see Um, it. Probably the low is just having hectic times where I'm like, "Ah!" trying to think of one hectic time that happened, but I feel like I just don't remember specifically what they are. Just moments where it's like Barrett, her, but then I like have to hold. She's not like I have to hold her head and everything. I can't like have one hand here. If I could have one hand, it'd be a lot better. Um, So trying to and then he's like running off trying to like grab a knife or something knife <laughs> sharp <laughs> so that's the, the hard, but we don't keep knives where he can grab them but yeah. still he tries he like reaches up he's like reaches up on the on the counter and sees what is there and then he starts he started pulling himself just putting his hands up and pulling himself up to the counter no. this is not you- good you raise an athlete. I know. Wow. It's very terrifying. Your genes are too athletic not for right. their own good. <laughs> it's not good. It All right, next. Right. Um, okay, so I have a whole thing for you guys today. Basically, um, this is one kind of story. So last night was my high. Um, after we filmed, I went to Subway or not Subway, not Safeway. Publix and got a sandwich and then I got ready and then I went to an event with my roommate as I was walking down the stairs she was like are you going to sing I was like are you going to sing she's like oh my gosh do you want to drive together I was like yeah do you want to drive she's like sure and I was like are you really sure she's like yeah wait I don't even know you had a roommate yeah we have a temporary one she's great and so we don't even know who that is go up to the city to go to this event and it was really fun. We get there, she's like, I'm not dancing. Cause there was like dancing. First of all, it started off being like swing dancing. Ugh, that's a lot. Because um, it's disturbing. And I what? do not disturbing? partner dance. Like, stay away from me. What? Because it freaks scary. me out. They're like flinging you around. Well, no, it's okay, kind of scary. I want to be able to do that. And so there's bad. all these weird Four guys scary. that are like, Ugh. I want to learn that. I don't know. They just, I can't. You just don't want with it in your personal obviously. bubble. Yeah, exactly. That. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if someone it was else, someone, you well, know. No, yeah. okay. It depends, right? Right? Uh, no? I don't know. I just don't like it. Isn't there the right person who's like not annoying, who's not like... Yeah, for if, sure. If it's like a really... person who's like... Yeah, yeah. Then that's, you're like, get. Yeah, that's the so spirit totally. of the... It's got to be someone really do. chill who's just like yeah. loving life. Yeah, someone just loves to Yeah, dance. so I get to and those like, hey, things wanna, and it strikes fear into my heart because I'm like, uh, no man come near. Me and Julie, we were doing this. We were... She's like, I'm not going to dance. And then I pulled her onto the dance floor because they were playing dance. And Queen was like, we have to. Oh, She's like, gotta. okay. So then they started playing all these fun songs and they cut the swing dancing. I was like, thank you, bless. Cut the swing dancing. And then we were doing this dance. By the end, we were like, no. no. It was great. It was really fun. She's like, I'm not dancing. And then we danced the whole night. And it was so Oh, my fun. gosh. That's funny. But it was really fun. And then my low guys, is that lately? I keep getting... 
startled really badly and really embarrassingly and not daintily at all. Keep having jump scares. Yes. All day. Every day. Every day. I scare you somehow. (laughs) And it's so bad because this happened to me approximately four times last night where, okay, first of all, there's this guy. Nice, whatever, but very loud, like myself. So, like, he'll do things. Like, we were at the lake the other day. He jumped behind me because, like, down from this little ledge thing. And then I didn't I didn't know he was there. And then I went, oh. Did you fall in the really lake? Bad. No, because oh, we were sitting I on the thing. I thought you were going to say you in fell the in the lake. I keep, oh when I get gosh. startled, guys, I literally <laughs> could fall in yell. The I literally yell. Oh, and it's yeah, so embarrassing. Do. So, yesterday, he, like, tapped my roommate on the shoulder, like, the made you look thing. And then they were literally talking about it. He's like, yeah, like this. He tapped my shoulder. I went, oh. (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I scared you. I was like, I'm sorry. Everyone scares me. I don't know why. And then then he was like running by. They tapped my shoulder again. And I went, oh, again. And then this. this You're on it. The best. Yes. Especially don't come up behind me, please. Never. And then, guys, this was the best moment of the whole night because it was so awkward. So I was with my friends. <laughs> this rando who, okay, I'm not trying to roast, but he had a spirit of the unhinged. Just like a spirit <laughs> of the, just the creep. And I'm sorry. But like, I don't deal spirit with Spirit of the creep. Yeah. So I'm talking <laughs> to my friends. He taps me. And I go, <gasps> No tap. Again. And then me and all my friends start dying laughing because... This weird, like, this guy just tasks me. I freak out. And then we proceed to laugh for, like, a minute while he's standing there. That was there. your high. And then, no, this is her low. This is my low. Oh, but it was, was also your high because it was so funny. He's oh. standing there, like. Was he just, like, like, trying to talk or something? He was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, like no. absolutely not. No. You Did you said, say that? No. <laughs> I, after we stopped laughing after a minute, as I'm still standing there. Oh, my gosh. I feel bad for I this was guy. Like, <laughs> I don't really know. He's buddy. sitting there and everyone's laughing at him. He's like. It wasn't at him because we no, were laughing at me. Amy's reaction. Because oh, okay, okay. I jumped once again. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't partner dance. Bye. <laughs> like, it's against my beliefs. <laughs> Literally. And this same It's against my personal person, herniated disc. <laughs> no, I just don't do it because I don't no, have I can't time. Reach. I'm sorry. Or I just don't have the time or just the will to dance or be around any person that gives me the creeps. I just True. can't do it. And I'm not going to be nice about it. In, don't do it. I'm just going to be firm and respectful. But, like, Good. I'm not going to do it. Because I, like, I don't think it was rude. As like, the crime junkies say, be weird, She's be like, rude, I don't stay dance. alive, you know? True, true. Yeah, it's not, true. it's like, don't, it's not be, yeah, it's kind of confusing. But then, yeah, don't be nice because you, yeah. when you, don't be nice and say something you don't mean. Yeah. yeah. You just mean no. Be respectful. Just say no respectfully. Say yeah. respectfully no. But also, yeah, I committed, respectfully before. I committed a friend, um, a friendry on accident because this random, once again, another person with no offense, a spirit of the creep, a little bit, spirit of a little desperation. Oh my God. Because it's like those people that look at every woman like their name was Faceless Apron. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to speak to you. He came up and started speaking to us. And I said, oh, I'll be right back. And I ran away and left her there. <laughs> that is a classic <laughs> move for me. Um, <laughs> But I don't say I'll be back. I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, I was like, like oh. I'm gonna get water. That's my literally. My it was a friend of mine. Go she got stuck talking to him, but I was like, look, I have no she time for it. She could leave too. I could. Can't deal she with could it. get water too. So that's why we were stay away. Stay away, dance. It was Aww. great. It was really fun though. But yeah. So that was the highs and my lows of getting scared every minute. <laughs> um, my high is that I started going on a walk. 
first thing every morning. Oh, it's the best. Waking up early, that going on a walk, just like a casual stroll and not like a whole like intense thing, just like a mile yes. casual stroll. I love to see it for And you. it really is changing my life. Yes. I, can I see feel that. so much better. Like, I, so I'm like anxious when I wake up, I go on the walk, I feel great. I, oh, that's awesome. Lord, like, I what? I love that for you. So that's my high is that I'm becoming a um, health god. Love to see um, it. <laughs> I really am though, guys. Just for you. Um, I'm trying to like not eat preservatives as much, you know, whole wheat flour, whatever the heck. Whole so foods. pretty good. Yeah. Um, love and it. I, I feel great. Like oh, I, love I feel you. more like light and airy. You know what I mean? Love you seem it. more light and airy. I, I am. Will say. Yeah. Your aura, light. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, my low, though, is that I am so sore for the last three days where it, like, hurts to walk. Mm. What did you do? I literally did, like, 20 squats. That's it. With no weight. Okay? But then also I mean, was was there. But then also was walking every day and running mm, a bit. Doing a you. second walk run in the evening. Yeah. And just continuing to do that, it just hurts. Yeah. So... Maybe yeah. it will stop I don't like that soon. soreness when you, and it hurts to walk. I hate Me that soreness. Either. I don't. Not I like, right. like a light soreness yeah. where you're like, oh. That's a good feeling. But not like, uh, No, I hate that. And it makes yeah. you so tired. You have to like lift up your leg with your arms. Ouch. Mm. You ever done that? No. Oh, that's like lunge pain. Ouch. Yeah. So, but I'm like, you know, I'm building muscle. Well, Next time I do 20 squats, probably won't feel like this. I agree. love it. Just that's saying. true. But Love that's it. my low, I guess. Good for you. Uh, I can't really think of a high. Mm. Oh. No, it's not been like a horrible week, but I just, I can't really think Ooh, of anything like I'll that I'll give a high out. to you for you. Okay. Um, when the boys wore those really cute outfits. Oh, oh they're so cute. cute. Wait, yeah. didn't one of them stand? Oh, that's, that's a that high. That was a high. My son stood up for, the, one that of my sons stood up for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, Leo. Good job, Leo. Great work. That was really special. That's a good Athlete. Yeah, that was a good, that was a high. This has just been like a busy week, kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Um, my low, though, stands out to me. On Saturday night, I had a couple of my friends from my mom's group over. And I was like, oh, you guys can just come over. I'll put the boys to bed. It'll be fine. Oh, no. Famous last words. No. So I don't know why this has not happened in literally probably, I don't know, four or five months, more, maybe more. Dominic would not go to sleep. Would not go to sleep. It took, I was rocking him for almost an hour. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I called Max crying. I was like, please come home. Because he was at like a guy's night. And then he, he'd been there for like a couple hours. So it's not like he like just got there. But I still okay. kind, of, kind of felt bad that I cut it short. But I was just like, I can't do this. Oh. And I felt bad because my friends were downstairs hanging out. And I was upstairs rocking the baby for an hour. Oh, no. So I was just like. Did ah. it get better, though, when um, he came home? No, it still took Max like 30 minutes to get him down. But you came. weren't j- up there. Yeah, so I just went downstairs. I was like, Boom. he's up. I took him down with me. I'm like, we're hanging. It's all good. And he, he was just like, Ugh. yeah. So anyway. That's that rough. Well. That's tough. It was rough. Yeah. It's like, why does this have to be the one night that I have people over and just assume that the bedtime is going to go fine? Like normal. Because isn't that how children work? Yeah. They just know. Because you're more like, you're like, okay, get everything together. And then they like feel the energy. That's what I've noticed with her. I'm like trying to get the energy right. Mm. Like response to the energy. It's rough. Yeah, it's true. They know. I mean. So like, let's do some do that. exercises. Yeah, because they're going to respond to the environment. So it's like, dang. Well, yeah, if you're with someone 
like as an adult, their energy affects you, get you wired. and how you feel. Yeah, a- like Amy. <laughs> uh, Every time she goes in public, <laughs> literally just uh, loud noises will startle me too. Everything. I don't know. Maybe I should talk it over with my therapist. Probably. <laughs> oh, we should do um, a quick update on Lisa is the same thing as usual, but I feel like so many people still don't even know and are asking, mm-hmm. like, what happened? I feel like we should say it in every single thing we yeah. do. Um, she'll be back as soon as she's able to be back. She's only able to do, like, short things here and there with us right now. Like, she's doing a shoot with us next week, but um, she's not able to come back, like, to regular hours yet. So we don't really know when, but hopefully things will go really well with Chad's treatment and it'll be soon. But we'll see. So she'll be back whenever she can. Mm-hmm. That's the update. So the five perspectives for today, um, where we all answer, give our perspective on the question. And also you can give your perspectives in the comments because I'd love to see them. Yeah. I've read a lot of your guys' perspectives um, answering this question. Not this one. The question that we normally give. So that's fun to read. I forgot so what the question is. So it's what order do you put your makeup on? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Are we doing the whole routine or no? Well, it should be like yeah. Okay, I'll start. Okay, so I think it's the whole routine. Yeah, it's not that long. I mean, okay, I do foundation, concealer, bronzer, blush, eyeshadow, eye stuff. So you're a face and then eyes person. Lips. Oh, eyebrows. Lips last. Yeah, I feel that. Eyebrows after concealer. Okay. Before eyeshadow. I don't even know what Most people I are do. either face eyes or eyes face is the what it is. Yeah. They don't normally go back and forth. I do eyes before. first and then face to like clean up. Yeah. Oh. I feel like that's a good idea. But then I feel like I'll get foundation all over my eyes and eyebrows somehow. What? Yeah. I know that's not real, but like that's how <laughs> I feel. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. Um, okay, let me think. I do... Uh, you do face first. Yeah. From observing you. <laughs> I do foundation, concealer, oh, foundation first. powder, and then blush and bronzer or whatever, and then eye stuff, and then lips. And then okay. eyebrows, whenever I remember that they exist. <laughs> okay. I don't know about Yesterday, you did um Yeah, I always do. I, well, unless I'm doing like a more remember? glam <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did that. I mean, I think I did that like a couple weeks ago. But that Unless was, you're doing what? Like if I'm doing like a more glam eye, oh. like if I'm going somewhere more nice. Oh, it's for a wedding. Okay, I did do like, so I do eyes first if it's a glam thing because I feel like you have more eyeshadow. But mm. every day I do like uh, primer and then I do um, concealer and then I do foundation. Then I do ooh, eyebrows. Then I do um, eyeshadow, mascara, sometimes liner, but I don't normally like to wear liner. Then I do blush. Then I do bronzer. And then mm. I do highlight. Interesting. Oh, I do highlight last. Yeah. yeah but lately, I've just that. been not wearing foundation. I only have been wearing concealer. I feel like... I have no time. The reason I don't do eyes first is because I feel like I look ugly yes. when I do my eyes and the face and done, and it just makes me depressed. Even though <laughs> oh after I put gosh. that on, I look yeah. fine. Like, I'm just, like, ugly, ugly, ugly for so long. It does look weird. That is just yeah, depressing. Yeah, that used to always confuse me when I started doing makeup. I was like, it looks bad, and then I've just quit. <laughs> I had no idea it was because your eyes you have to wait till done the end it makes out of the process. Yeah, I didn't know that. If your eyes are done, the rest of your face, well, vice versa too. Yeah, if and your too, face like, is done, you have no eyes. If you I don't like, think that looks that bad though. I'm like, okay, maybe not as bad as the other yeah, one. Yeah, it just looks and shockingly bad. I always bad think I look me. so bad when I have just my foundation on because I'm like, my whole face is like a blank 
canvas. Like it looks like all the definition is gone. It just looks like more lifeless. And then you put the blush and bronzer and then like comes back. True. Yeah. I just, the, I feel like that with just foundation. Yeah. I'm like, wah, wah. I'm like, well, I just do everything so, so quick. smooth. <laughs> I don't have time to think that it's ugly because I just go. You don't even look. Yeah, you I literally don't even look. <laughs> you don't true. look? No. It's a joke. Not really. I do it so I was quickly. Like, actually, I can't you dwell do your on anything. She can't that would look. Be like, I would not put that past I could do a full do face in eight minutes probably. What? Wow. I could do this in eight minutes. I need like a minimum of 10. That's like why I can't, I can't think that I'm ugly because... There's no time. By the time I can think that it's over. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Should we go to the main topic? Yes. Mm-hmm. The main topic. Okay. So we got Move On, our new song, but it's also an old song and a new song. We wrote it when? A long ten? time ago. Wait, how many years ago? I don't know when we wrote it, but it came out, acoustic version, in 2015. We wrote it a few years before on that, Hearts on Fire mix. We wrote it like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Maybe something less like than that. 10 years Around ago. Around 2013-14-ish. Yeah, I wrote it a long time ago, and then a lot of you guys who have been here a long time, you know that song, but we never did the full version, and we love the song so much, so we wanted to make the new full version, which we did, which is out, so that's, as we said, that's what this is um, in honor of, so we're going to talk about something that was hard to move on from. Mm. So, my topic is, I was I was going to do a relationship, but we did, um like, breakups, whatever, and I didn't want to do that song, or that song, that story twice in a row. So I'm doing my miscarriage in 20, 2019. And I'm going to reference my notes when I did this video um, of how I made it through my miscarriage. I had some really good notes, stuff that I kind of forgot. So that's good. So in 2019, I was pregnant for seven weeks, the first time ever. Then I had a miscarriage at almost eight weeks. And it was pretty shocking. I had no idea. Like, none of us had gone through that, obviously. I'm the first one, as usual. And But my mom had gone through miscarriages. I even remember her as a kid. I remember her going through one. Oh, that was... I. It was in the old house, so I was like... Wait, actually, I should know the age. Because it was probably... In between, in between Alex and Lawrence? Lawrence? What year so would that be? So, like, 99, Yeah, I probably was eight. Or not 99, 97. 97. Oh, seven? Yeah. I was probably seven. Unless there was one in between aim Nope. Lisa and me there was. No, no, no I'm thinking Alex and... Danny and Chris? Lauren and Danny. Oh. Is there one between you guys? I don't know. Our mom Maybe had four miscarriages. Gap. But I remember, anyway, I remember when I was like seven, I remember her like crying in the bathroom and I was like, mm-hmm. why is she crying in the bathroom? Aww. And then she kind of explained to me a little bit and I was like, she lost? I was so confused, but I also mm-hmm. like got it at the same time. So it was interesting. It was... An interesting wow, experience. I don't remember that at all. I don't think anyone was there. I was just in her bathroom for I some reason. I don't remember her ever like. Yeah. I was always like, "Mom, mom, mom." I was like a teacher's pet, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What can I do for you?" Oh, I'll handle that. Yeah, I'll get that. Mm, got it. Okay. Remember, when we used to go to the, to McDonald's. I would write down the entire order as a eight year old. I would write down the whole <laughs> order and then hand to her. Here's the order, mom. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, love to see it. So when I had the miscarriage, it was shocking. It was painful. It was all these different things. But I somehow like intuitively had a lot of there's a lot of things that like, okay, what came to mind? I remember I wrote these down so I could remember these um, the negative things that popped up or like my body failed me. It's like a common thing that that's a common thing that will happen for all sorts of like pregnancy related things with women, mm. infertility, um, birth, um, 
birth trauma related things, miscarriage, my body failed me. That's a common one. So that came up for me. Um, and like my baby is gone forever, never going to meet him, her. Mm. And then just like, how do you recover from that? What if this happens again? The fear of it happening again. So knowing that my body failed me is like a common thing that I'd heard a lot from the internet was really helpful because then when it came up, I was like, it's not true. So I was able to like talk to myself about that and be like, my body did not fail me. Like it did what it was supposed to do in the circumstances. Like whatever happened, it like did everything how it was supposed to. So I remember like right after telling Nick, like we need to like let ourselves feel everything. And just whenever we feel the inclination to cry when you just let it out. Lots of shower crying. Isn't the shower just the best place to cry? Yes. <laughs> you turn on a song and then you just get in the shower. You're just like, <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of shower crying. And then I would go to Nick during that. Not, well, not that. I would come out of the shower. Then I'd be like, Nick, I'm sad about X, Y, Z, say everything I'm thinking. And then like bring him into the moment too. That was really healing. So that was good. Like, like setting, I set the ground rule for myself right at the beginning. I'm going to feel everything. I'm just going to let it all out. And then I was like thinking of, I tried to think of all the negative things that are going through my head. I remember like, I try to think of like, okay, I, my body failed me, blah, blah, all these different things. And then I talked to myself through them. Like, no, I, I found reasons why um, they weren't true. Otherwise I was just going to sit there and I was not going to move on because all I was going to be thinking of was negative thing over, over, over and over and over. I had to come to a conclusion of like why that wasn't true or, or why it wasn't necessarily guaranteed to happen again. My baby is gone forever is an interesting one because it's like you get pregnant, you have this baby, but then you don't meet them. So it's like, where are they? It's like a weird, mm -hmm. it's almost like a ghost. Mm -hmm. When we did, we covered ghost this year that is such a good, like, miscarriage oh. crying song. Oh, man. If that song, I don't even oh. know if it was out. If I had known it then, I don't think it was out. If I had had that song, that would have been a really good one for that. I was just like, ah. But um, just having our beliefs that the baby's in heaven and the soul can never just, like, be extinguished was very nice. Because I'm like, she, she or he is, isn't just, like... Yeah, that's kind of easy. Like they're not just gone, but they're you just never see them. So kind of confusing, but that was kind of um comforting. Did you have a feeling if the baby was a she or he? No. I think I always had a feeling of a he just thinking of because we have a boy first. Mm -hmm. I always think that. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. Because so now I keep saying she now that I have a girl. But I think mm -hmm. I was saying he <clears throat> before every time. So mm -hmm. kind of confusing. Um when I think of moving on from this miscarriage and also moving on from like a really tough breakup, it's like the same experience of basically like letting everything out and then having some kind of like actions that follow, like things that you specifically do. Like I remember in my breakup, I went up to the um, our driveway. We have like grass in the front of our house kind of confusing to picture but I brought a sleeping bag and I like laid there with a journal and I like journaled listened to music and I specifically I think I was writing out all the good times mm. because I was trying to do the good times and the bad times to get mm. them all out I remember that so with um, miscarriage what I did was we did like we baptized her we went mm. to church and we had like the holy water oh, yeah we did that at church because we were right near a church um her him the little I had the baby that's a little 
dark. Don't want to talk too much about that. It's a little too, goes a little too far, but, um, and then we did, we did like a burial kind of in our yard. And that was, I noticed, okay, tell me if you can relate to this. I noticed every time I would think about the situation, I'd be like, really? Uh, it would like flash, like pictures flash through your mind when you think of a situation you're going through or something that's hard. And then as soon as I did that, that little burial ceremony situation, that would be the end picture. So I would go flash, flash, mm. flash, and then that. Ooh. And then I would feel calm. Mm, it's like closure. Mm. Yeah, it would end the story there. Mm. So every time it would end there. Mm. So, interesting. so I feel like for moving on, if you have something that you do or say or figure out, decide, I think you have to like do something. You like decide something, figure it out, and then you you do something about it. Then your brain will like go to that as like the closure, as like the end. Just like mm. if you have a belief and then you're like working on it, like maybe like, you know, you're really hard on yourself and then you've decided, okay, I went through this really hard on yourself and you've decided you want to change that. And I remember being like, I want to change to feeling like you're worth it, our song. And I remember saying, um, God doesn't just create these pieces of trash. Like I'm not just a piece of trash. God created me in his image. So I can't be this piece of trash because I'm in his image. So every time I would think something too hard on myself or like being like too down on myself, or whatever, I would go to that thought. That would be the like the anchor. So I feel like there, when you have like an anchor like that, um, it brings like closure to your situation and like healing because your brain, instead of doing that like negative loop over and over, it has a new place to go. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, yeah, the story's, my story's not very long because it is kind of a short, a short moment. It's like miscarriage happened in several hours. It was over. And then I had to move on. But then I did move on really well from expressing everything. Mm-hmm. When Barrett was born, I burst into tears. Oh. As soon as... Well, not as soon. Like 36 hours later, after I held him, after Nikki, I was like, <gasps> the baby, I miscarried. Oh. That didn't happen mm. with her. But I did like think about the baby, but it didn't really happen like that. So I literally burst into tears. Mm. It was wild. I was like, oh, who would the baby have been? Oh, but I couldn't have had no. both of them yeah. because mm. I got pregnant right after. That's yeah, like Barrett wouldn't mm. exist without... Yeah, it's so interesting to think about. Without that. his sibling going to heaven. Isn't that wild? Mm. Yeah. Same with... One of you, right? Yeah. Same with you. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird to think about. So that's my story of moving on. I guess my main thing of that is letting everything out. Just let it out. Don't, don't. I don't like it when people say, do you guys hate this phrase? People say they're trying to be strong and not cry. Mm. Like, yeah. you're trying to be strong. I'm like, what? Well, I don't get I get what they mean. Like, it's really if they're like, oh, me. I know if I break down, everyone else in the room is going to break down, and I don't want to do that. Like, after like a death, I could see why people do that. Like, I get what they're saying, but like, I don't get why they think I don't like that phrase. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. why do you think it's strong? Because if you're all sitting there not crying when you all need to cry, it's a really bad situation. Yeah. If everyone would just cry in like 30 minutes, the whole room would feel so Honestly, much better. So you're just true. sitting there being strong it's, and it's but not like, weak to cry that's not weak. yeah but it's a lot really, of times it's actually very strong yeah it's kind of confused well it's like 
I don't know, the strong and weak thing doesn't even go in that conversation to yeah. me. It's like healthy, unhealthy, holding things in. It's like if you had to go to the bathroom really bad. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be strong and hold it. It's like, <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom. You just go to the bathroom. You really need to. It's like, but if I go, then everyone else is going to realize they have to go to the bathroom. Like, they do have to go to the bathroom. Can you all just go? <laughs> that is actually really <laughs> Or like, you're, you're thirsty. Uh, you need to drink water. Maybe that's a better one. Yeah. Everyone's going to get thirsty. They're all going to have to drink. Yeah, it. like you're hungry, you yeah. need food. Yeah. You can avoid it for so long, but it's going to happen. TBH, I think this world would be a lot better if people would cry when they needed to. Yeah. All right. So I should move on from yeah. mine to Your the next story. person. Yeah. Who's going next? Who's you? Yeah. I thought you were. Oh. I could go. I'm like, why am I telling this story? I never told this one. Oof. Um, mm, I don't know how much detail I want to go into because I'm kind of scared. I feel like when you think moving on, you think... Like someone that you really care Liked. about. Yeah. Well, that you like and you miss that because it was so good. Yeah. And yeah. you like miss them and want them back. And that's why it's hard to move on. But I feel like for me, actually, oh, my heart is like racing. Like, oh. no. For me, one of the hardest things to move on from in a weird way was like a really like toxic relationship that like mm. I didn't want back at all. Basically, it was a relationship when I was a teenager. It was short lived. It was only a few months. It wasn't even like official. And after I realized like, oh, I didn't want to be with him anymore. It just got so crazy, like, like insane, like, uh, like to the point where I literally went with my dad to his lawyer to like write out a whole cause for like harassment and like legally trying to like get this to stop yeah. and where like someone a friend like went like a male person who was very intimidating went to go like talk to this guy and be like hey man like stop and he didn't care my dad talked to his dad didn't care wouldn't stop and like it went to the point of like legal like literally we, he was served like a warning basically like if you don't stop like we're going to get a restraining order. And that was finally what stopped it. So, like, this is, like, very, like, unhealthy behavior. And so, like, with that type of a breakup outcome, you would guess that the relationship itself was not very healthy either. And that was the thing is I didn't, I didn't really realize it at the time. It wasn't like he was, like, mean to me or, like, insulting me or, like, anything like that but after that relationship I literally felt like a different person like I remember like thinking this like I felt like like the wires in my head had been like crossed Oof. and like twisted what 
into something else. And it was like, oh, it's so sad. Mm. Like, and it's been a while now, but I just don't think about it that often. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know how you move on from this. Like, clearly I'm not moved on. But it's like, I don't know. It was just so hard to deal with because I just felt like thinking about it was like this black lake of trauma that I didn't want oh. to like dive into and think about. Like it wasn't yeah. just like, oh, I'm so yeah. sad. Oh, I miss this person. It was like, I don't want to think about how much he affected me and changed like my mind. And it was so sad, too, because he was really like Christian and we talked a lot about like faith and he kind of like ruined my faith for me for like months. I was just like, I can't like, like I'm way like mixed up right now and I need oh to like gosh. re figure this out because the way that he talked about it. And it, again, it's like, I couldn't even say any specific example of anything he said that was like, oh, that was wrong. It wasn't anything blatant or obvious. It was just like every time we talked like about faith, like I'd always come back being like, wow, I'm like not a good person. Mm. And it was like, it's not like he said that. He never said that. But that was like how it felt. And uh, it's just like I feel like people don't talk about how hard it is to move on from someone when it's like you move on like almost instantly in a way after the relationship because you're just like, I'm done, done, done. Never want that again. I'm so done with this. But then like, I guess it's like there's that kind of like, I don't know if it's trauma exactly, but that hurt and like how they affected you that you have to work through that like just really stuck with me for a while. Like, it took me so long to move on from, like, the damage that was done. Like, I was like, I can't, like, look at another guy, like, for so long. I was like, I can't. Yeah. Like, it's so scary. And, like, I just don't want to deal with that. I can't handle this. Like, I don't really know what else to say, but. You needed to do, like, deprogramming. <laughs> yeah. It was that. so scary. Like, he that changed really my scary. mind into, like, a different thing. So and I don't even know how that happened. Like, I couldn't even tell you, like, well, he said this, did that, did that. Mm -hmm. No idea. I don't know how that happened. So. That's crazy. And I think it seems like one of the biggest things that you experienced, like, one of the biggest parts of trauma was, like, you lost a feeling of personal safety. It was yeah. like, he was such an unsafe Well, that person. was the other thing, like, maybe we should cut this out, I don't know. But, like, there was a point where I was literally, like, what if he tried to, like, kidnap me? Because I had reason to That's believe that might thinking. happen. Like, yeah. he never said so that, scary. but there yeah, was but he was very unhinged. reason to was, believe yeah. that. And, like, I would literally come home and, I, and run from my car to my house. Yeah. He tried to make you think you were crazy, too. Yeah. And he, like, told, like, my friends that. Like, we had mutual friends and, like, things that would come back to me. Where it's, like, creepy. am I the problem Oh, yeah. Here? I tried talking to him multiple uh. times. And he was so weird trying to convince me that you were crazy. Yeah. And it's, like, look, I have problems. Okay. But, like, not oh. like that. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. So, that's my story. 
I feel it. I feel it. It's a good point. Because uh, it's really hard to move on when you don't want to freaking think about any last thing about whatever it is. Like you're yeah. avoiding it at all costs. How yeah. you move on? You just want to be like, I don't want to be associated with that anymore. But you are because it's like in you. You now. haven't moved on. Yeah. And it's hard to trust anyone after that because you're like, I don't want this to happen again. Yes, because at the time I was like, oh, he's a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. And you're like, how did I not see all these It's like, how is it I thought someone was such a great person and then they like destroyed me like that. That is so wild. That's really scary. Yeah, yeah, it makes you feel like you can't trust yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's thinking about that time. I next, feel really next. <laughs> oh, okay, who wants to go safe. next? Okay, <laughs> we're all safe here, safe in this place. Do you want to go next, Kat? What do you uh, want me to go next? Mine's a little lighter. It's not really an uplifting mine's, episode, yeah, anyway. Mine's not well, as look, dark we got as miscarriage. That. I know. Yes, like, okay. yeah, so I, I, I could go. It up yeah, okay. I could go. It's definitely not as heavy or dark as that. Neither um, is mine. But yeah, I mean, they're all different stories. Um, so. Years later, I still am trying to figure out what it was about this relationship that was so different than all the other ones. Mm. Because I dated oh. this guy, and it was the last person I dated before I met Max, my husband. But that was such a good opening line of like a chapter. Years later, oh, I'm I still love trying that. to figure out <laughs> I mean, what was true. different about this guy. I, I, I don't, that. I don't know why it hit really hard. Like mm. it was kind of like good how you were saying, like it, it was only, it was only like three months. It wasn't even it's a long thing. It's always the short one. It's always a short one. Because I, so yeah, there was other yeah, there was about. other guys I dated for way longer that I even couldn't move on from for years. Like, but this was short. It was three months of dating and it's six months that I felt like I kind of needed to get over it. But I, th- I think reflecting back on it, it was because this guy, he, I think I always really kept myself kind of under wraps. Like I didn't really give my heart to anyone. Yes. Like I dated a lot of guys. I wrote poems about them. I, you know, <laughs> fantasized. What if we were together? I, I mean, I would drive for hours at night listening to songs, like thinking of them. Like you think, mm, oh, you're that. really in deep. But it was so in my head. And like, I mean, this was very in my head. You're very guarded. Very guarded. I'm very guarded. And as Lisa said, and honestly, the reason was because I was so (laughs) deeply afraid. Like I had some experiences when I was like young teenager that I felt very rejected by boys. So I was really afraid to open myself up because like, what if I get rejected? Like, what if they abandoned me? It was, I was so scared. So I, I just kind of like liked these guys who were really off limits, really far away. If I dated guys, it was like, I didn't really like them that much. It was just like, I couldn't let anyone in. I feel like you made that decision as a teenager. You're like, okay, I've decided it's I'm best. I'm not giving my heart to anyone. It's best to not um, risk the rejection. So let's yeah. never risk it. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I remember the day that, that I said like that. That's like your policy. I was you know like 14 really weird? and I was like, I'm never going to let anyone in again. What's really weird is I remember the day I made my policy as well. My oh, policy wow. was all's fair in love and war. That was my policy. Oh, I yeah. wrote it down and I was like... I'm just going to go for it and put myself out there, whatever. I made this whole journal entry and I remember the day I made that. I think people always like kind of choose one of those sides, Mm -hmm. like which one feels more safe to them, basically. Yeah. And they make that policy. That's That's so weird that I remember that and you remember that. And you just wonder, you're like, why am I still single? I like all these guys. And it's like, because you're literally like locked in a tower in your own self. Mm. And that was me. Not the tower. I was like, I want to find someone so bad. Yeah, but you're literally not open at all, Kath. So then I fell for this guy who was like the most emotionally unavailable person ever. Oh, not the unavailable. But 
he was so like, he was so deeply broken. That is like the way I would describe him. He had been in a five-year relationship and it had been two years since he'd broken up with this girl and he could not move on from her and he was just not ready. But (gasps) he he also didn't want to, yeah, he would love move on. That really describes him. But he also didn't want to let go of me. So like, he, mm. he and I formed this bond and I like started really falling for him. And we talked every single day. We talked on the phone every night for hours Oof. and it just became this like very emotionally close thing. But right at the time when I was starting to fall for him, he stopped flirting and started more just treating me like a friend. No! And I'm he sorry, said to me like, so I just mad. want you to be like so my girl, best friend. No, no, And no. I was like, that uh, is why they say stay wait, away from He oh. wasn't, wasn't he the only guy I'm now, I'm trying to think through your dating history. <laughs> wasn't he the only one who you had that like talking on the phone every night situation with? No. That's I not, can't think no, of any I mean, like, other people like, are talking about. Well, uh, I won't say the name, but <laughs> uh, from Malibu, I talked to him like all the time for hours. Really? I actually dated for like nine months. Yeah. Uh, there was, well, there was other guys, but like, I didn't was really he like the him. only one though? Because he doesn't yeah, count. I don't know what it was, but there was just this very specific like, because normally I don't remember you talking to them that much. I remember yeah. the guys being yeah. a little more he, like, I mean, he, not this guy would text me in the much. morning from when he woke up and we would talk all the way till he went to bed every mm, single day. Oh, Most of the guys I feel you. like you like didn't like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty that like been mm. Yeah. That was probably a big part of it. And he was just like really, he had a very sweet side. He like, he really tried. He really opened up to me. Like he, we would just sit in the parking lot because he, I don't know, he only wanted to hang out at night. It's really weird. He didn't even want to go out in the day because he was just like, I don't like, him? I want people to see me. Did you oh, see him really in the daytime sad. ever? No. <laughs> so finally, I, so that's finally what so happened was it was Valentine's Day and I was like, I, I want to hang, I want to see you. We've been like dating, quote unquote, I don't know, for two months this was before he like wanted to just be friends. And he's like, Sit I don't down. really want to see you on Valentine's Day. It's too serious. And I was like, Sick. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'm done. So then um, <laughs> I met up with him. He went to Chick-fil-A. That was one of the only restaurants. He only ate at like two restaurants, like Buffalo Wild Wings, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> he went to Chick-fil-A, <laughs> got his food. We met at this park and at night and I had written him a letter and I said in the letter, like, I just didn't want to crush him because I could tell he was like really going through a lot. And I was like, I really like you and I, I really um, connect with you, but I can't do this anymore. Like you are not ready for a relationship and I'm probably not either. Like this is just not going to work. And I gave it to him and I thought almost like maybe he'd be relieved because he doesn't clearly doesn't want to be with me. Isn't ready. But instead he started bawling. Oh no. And he was like, no, I can't lose you in my life. And it sort of just went on and on like this for like, um, over like a, a very painful month of like, and I remember I sat down one night for like, I think it took me two and a half hours. My hand was like throbbing. And I wrote down a timeline <laughs> of our entire like week by week. It was just, it started in December. It was now March every single week. And I wrote to title it a case study in pulling. How away. did you remember? <laughs> because I could remember every single week. I think I went back to text and stuff. She remembers it all too well. I, I rem- yeah, all too well. <laughs> and I just, and after I wrote that, I was so convicted like, Mm. This is not going anywhere. And I was so sad because I love talking to him every day. And the part that was the dagger was like every night he used to text me. Good night, sweet girl or good night, pretty girl. That was he was like very southern. (laughs) Good night, sweet girl. girl. Good night, pretty girl. And then sounds like he's talking to like his farm animal. (laughs) (laughs) And then then one night he just wrote good night. Oh, absolutely oh not. And I was like, the that's humanity. when you know. I just knew. Oh. So yeah. So I tried to I tried to break it off and he would not let me. He kept saying like, 
no, please, like, I'm, I'm going to change. I think I can oh, be ready. I, this. I, I think I could be with you. And, like, no. we'd, we'd hang out. It'd be really fun. And then it just was, like, back and forth. And finally, like, it was my birthday, and he didn't want to see me. And he was like, you know, my cousin and I go to Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> to get half-price wings every Wednesday. Every like So I can't come so to you. He's with me I can't. before I went to L.A. for my birthday. So... That, Wait, the buff- he, they really do that every Wednesday? Yes. You love a man with a rigid schedule. <laughs> yeah. That's for oh, sure. He was extremely rigid. God, so anyway, I can't hear. That's what happened. That's what Amy. It was really sad to be second. I would break up my rigid schedule. Weddings. It was really sad. But um, so I did. I finally broke things off. I remember I was really late to choir. Good. And the choir doctor's like, you can't sing. You were too late. <laughs> and I was like, I was, like, I was in my car crying. And I couldn't like stop because I was really sad. And I think. It wasn't you even, told the choir director that? No, I told her later. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But um, but I, in the moment, I was just like, oh, okay, sorry, I was late. But um, I think, so moving on, it took me six months. And um, it was one of those things where I think that this guy, because I actually really did open up to him and I actually did really try. And I kept trying, even when he was like, just treating me like very um, not significant and not important in his life. And I think- Hate it. I think that's what hurt the most was just like, mm. I'm putting so much into this. Wow. It still gets me thinking about it. It's like, I don't know. It was a long time ago, but, um, just, I think that just, that whole relationship was a metaphor of me for like feeling like, um, I'm just doing so much for someone that doesn't really give me the time of day. Mm. And I think that that connected me to some very deep, like abandonment, like childhood old wounds. And I remember like, driving and seeing the same car that he had and just being like gutted, like looking like, is that him? Like maybe Mm. he'll see me and maybe something will be different. And I was always so like good about once I cut it off, it's a clean break. I'm not talking to them anymore. I'm done with this. I threw away all the things that they give me, whether it was a concert ticket or like um, a card, I would just throw away all the things that a guy gave me because I was like, I'm done. And, but this guy, like I actually reached out to him every like six weeks for like Uh. months afterwards. I like could not, it was like this, like almost like a just aching, like throbbing pain. Like I couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. And I th- that made me feel even more desperate because then he started dating one of his female friends that he who would oh. always call him when we were together. And he'd said like, oh, oh yeah, don't worry about her. She's a friend. And ah. they started dating after that. And it was Absolutely just like, not. I should have seen I that. I hate that. And I almost wonder if that was part of it. Like maybe he always uh. liked her. I don't know. But anyway, um, Ugh, I don't even know sicko. what was helpful. I think it was just that I finally let myself feel everything and I didn't try to stop it. And I did feel ridiculous because I would literally be like crumbled on the floor in my room crying. Mm. But I knew inside I was like, I'm mourning not just him, but like so many relationships in my life where I felt really like discarded by someone. Mm. And I just like really leaned into it. And Lauren, I actually wrote um, my song where it all ended. I like sent her a bunch of voice memos, a bunch of all the poems I'd written about him. And just the process of writing that song was so cathartic because mm. Lauren sent me the the demo and um, Lauren's like, oh, I put all your stuff together. And she added some things and like it was this amazing song. And I was actually doing a nine hour solo road trip mm-hmm. that day. And I listened to the song <laughs> on loop over and over again. It's and I, I think I cried like almost the entire time for like most of the nine hour drive. Oof. And it was just like, the pain was still there, but like I showed it to like my friends. I actually sent it to the guy. I was you like, know what? It to- yeah. I will say that song for me was inspired by All Too Well. Yeah. And I feel like it is equally as like iconic breakup oh song as that song. It's, it's so, so good. like 
it just yeah the inspiration for that was all too well mixed with like um Um, Mayday Parade Parade. Um, three cheers for five years I love that song so yeah anyway I don't really know what helped me it was just like feeling everything which and getting it all out and theme and I I really believe that that relationship was like I finally opened up to someone and it just like wrecked me and I think if I hadn't gone through that I don't think I would have met my husband it was like Mm -hmm. I was in I was living in a vortex for years where I was only unavailable Mm -hmm. guys who were just emotionally so closed off yet so flirtatious with you which is like oh I hate it that's the and then I I woke up one day six months later and I walked into a restaurant and I saw Max and I was like he's so like good and like just like mm-hmm. stable and kind and like is this what it feels like to talk to someone you could actually be in a relationship with like Ooh. it was like I had walked into a different world love where someone was available and I was ready for them so love to see it it had a happy ending but it was very hard to like get through that to that place yeah so let it all out that's what we're yeah. getting let it all out yeah yes let dive into the out. black lake cry guys. Oh. cry you have to cry. just cry. I'm curious here if Amy's involved let it all out or don't let it all out well, this is an interesting one because this is called A Tale of Two Breakups. Oh, <laughs> we love a title. Double I feature. love a title. A Tale because of Two Breakups. There's a tale of two breakups with the same guy. Oh, classic. <laughs> and they're very different. Like, very different. Okay. Okay. It outcomes. Love it. Which is very strange. Well, it's not actually... Uh, whatever. Okay. So, <laughs> let's see. I... Met this guy, we dated a little bit, but I was like, oh my gosh, like, this person I would love to date. Like, I, like, we went out a few times, and, like, we were talking all the time, and, like, it was so, like, real, which was so healing after the last guy went, gave me major trauma of, like, no one will ever, like, be real, and guys are just giant liars, and I can't hear. (laughs) Oh, he really did. That's a giant liar. <laughs> I can't like hear. It. Literally, the first people I tried to talk to after that last guy, I literally was like, I can't speak to you. You're just going to lie to me. Oh. And you're just going to like, I couldn't do it. It took me a long time to get over that, too. But um, it was so, like, shocking. Like, oh, my gosh, this guy isn't, like, a giant liar. Um, And he's, like, nice and great. And we connect. And it was, like, really real to me, at least. And him, too, I, I would say. And then... <laughs> This is so wild. So then after a few, like, it was so short at first. After, like, a few weeks, then ghosted. Mm. Bam. Ghosted. Horrible. Death. Dying. Dead. <laughs> so bad. Like, ghosting is cool and unusual punishment. I don't care what anybody says. Ghosting is a message. It's not a message. Ghosting is, a I could go on forever. It's <laughs> yeah. despicable. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, because you're leaving the person just to wonder and wonder, like, what went wrong? What did I do? What happened? Like, And I would like to not say this true, but it is true. Lauren is a catalyst for most things that I do. Mm. Lauren will say things that I'm like, okay, I can do that. (laughs) And it's true. And so, like, I was like, I can't, like, he's ghosting me. What do I do? I don't know what to do. And Lauren's like, well, why don't you just, like, say something? You clearly want to speak to him. And I was like, I could do that. So then I texted him and I was like, hey, what's up? He texts me back a week later. He's like, can we talk? Oh, oh like, my gosh. He had to think about it. Ha, who, what? Did someone die? What's going on? He's like, sorry, I was in the shower. Literally. <laughs> I don't even know. I hate and that. he calls me the next day. Because I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I didn't know what he was going to say. I was like, did your grandmother die? Did you flee the country? Like, what the heck is happening here? So then he calls me. And for some reason, I didn't expect him to break it off. 
where I should have. Mm. And I was like, well, maybe it was the last thing I just wanted to happen. Mm. So then we have this very short, like, very short conversation. Is it eight minutes? I have ridiculous memory for dumb things. <laughs> um, and, like, he literally was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just don't think that we're, like, the right kind of, like, we're just really different. And I just don't see that working for a relationship and blah, 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 kind of. And I was like, I don't get it, but okay, whatever. And I was like, so is that, like, what you were trying to say by ghosting me for the last two weeks? Like, Did you say that? Nothing? Yes. Good for you. And I was like, because that's not really, like, good angry, be- That's angry. not behavior. Well, like, so acceptable savage. behavior. It's so scary. I was literally like, so angry because I was like, if that was the message, like, that's the message I received, and that was not a great delivery. I did not like that. <laughs> not a good delivery. He's like, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, yeah, me too. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, I guess I won't be talking to you later. I don't know. Classic. Like, it was so bad. And that <clears throat> killed me. Death dying dead once again. <clears throat> because it was so bad. It was like I went on a roller coaster, like that one in – um. Uh, Magic Mountain that goes back really fast and that goes all the way back really fast. Yes. So like boomerang. So like just emotionally, drops, like, I was like, when you get to the top, <laughs> what happened? How did this? <laughs> it was so disturbing to my soul, to my being, to my aura because I was like, where? Wait, something happened. I swear, mm. but it didn't. But it did. But it was so short. But it happened. I don't know. And then one of my. <laughs> Classic breakup moves is I delete the text messages probably oh while gosh. we're on the phone. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Like, oh, love bye. it. Love a good delete. It's so, but th- yeah, I always delete them. I, I, I'm not sure if I will I mend that policy them. moving forward. I don't know. We'll you and never Kath, delete. You and oh, Kath are the same ever. and Lauren and I are the same. It. Put it's it in the bad. dumpster. That's literally so, They're so still true. on my laptop, but I delete them from my phone, which makes my life a lot better. Oh, no, no. So oh. then I was just like, I got to go. But I didn't realize they don't delete from your laptop as well. But that's a whole other oh, story. Okay. That will go on to our second segment. Anyway, so we break up. Horrible death dying dead. Cry, cry, cry. What song is that? I don't know. You cry, cry, cry. Cry, cry, yeah, anyway. in the cry, cry lots of tears. It was horrible. I was like so upset and confused and like distressed because I like felt so many things that I never got to like express. And I felt like someone had just like put me through a weird wormhole it was disturbing to my being so then i remember this night very clearly about six weeks after that uh it was november 15th 16th and then i'm walking around my neighborhood with a ta- uh, blanket on and a mug that says i told my therapist about you with the chai tea latte <laughs> it's a very oh, bright move that's really funny gosh. and then i ended up calling him being like hey and then I didn't expect him to answer, and I didn't expect myself to call him. I've never done that. I don't do that. Wow, impulsive. And then he <laughs> answered, and I was like, ah! So then after that. You got startled. We said, no. <laughs> I literally was like, I did not. I don't do things that I don't think through, really. Yeah. So I was disturbed in my very being. Lauren did not tell me to do that. I didn't. <laughs> she did not. So that's probably why <laughs> it went back. <laughs> no. The whole thing. Anyway. So then we. Uh, Reconnected and actually ended up talking, dating, whatever for the next few months. Mm. And then, as I should have predicted from the fact that it broke up once already, it wasn't going to go extremely well, you know? Mm. <laughs> like, we should know these things, but sometimes... You never know. Got to see you it know. through, my boy. You what just was that like? It. Like, what was it like dating him after? Was it like, eh, were you like walking First of on all, eggshells or... deep shame. Because what? I cannot go back to a man that did that, but I did. Mm, but also, he wasn't extremely toxic. He was just flaky, which in itself is toxic 
but not like he wasn't like malicious maliciously yeah, toxic. Yeah. So I felt like, okay, I can be like in this again because it's not being maliciously toxic. Mm-hmm. And he was also like the second time around, he started off being like so even more into it than the first time. It was very confusing. Hmm. Huh. But like I was like, oh Lauren, I can't believe I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? And I was like, I don't know, he's not good enough for you. And I was like, I know. <laughs> so then I was like, I'm sorry, whatever. So me apologizing to you for dating someone. <laughs> Literally never felt such deep shame. But, like, he was so, I don't know. We're just magnetic. Love it. Great guy. Great guy. In certain ways. But also, whatever. As you can predict from the two breakups, things just slowly and slowly and not that. Well, they were good and then they weren't, you know. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't really, I think, understand how to end things. And so I kind of had to be like, okay, what the heck is going on? You're in or you're out or you're in or like I can't do the the grid bungee jumping all the time. Like mm. it's so it was walking on eggshells all the time. I was yeah. severely stressed out all the time because I was like, is he going to ghost me again? Are we going to talk again? Like I would yell at him to my friend Mel on the phone and he would always text me when I was yelling at him about not texting <laughs> me. Always. He heard you from always. across the city. And Mel and I would be like, what? So basically, um, I was just like, this is not going anywhere. But I was like, I know that I have to see this through into a place where I feel like, okay, I've done everything I can. Like this guy means a extremely deep amount to me, whatever the eloquent way of saying that is. <laughs> like he means like a really a lot to me. And I know that if I break this off prematurely, I'm going to have a horrible time moving on again. I don't want to be back where I was last fall. Yeah. Like a few months ago. Like I do. I couldn't do it. I was like, I need to do these things. I need to see this through. And I need to like learn these. Like I just knew that I could trust my gut. That was the biggest thing that I learned from this relationship was that I felt. And even though I was severely stressed out all the time, because like, I don't know if he's going to dish me again. I felt extremely safe with him because he was extremely respectful and kind and nice Mm -hmm. to me. So I got to learn all these incredible things about myself. And Mm -hmm. I got to like trust my gut and learn how to use my gut and to be like, okay, like I feel like if I take it, like I just knew at one point I was like, okay, this is over. I can't do this anymore. This is not good. Like, this has just broken down so deeply. It's not a thing. Like, I'm sorry to myself and him, but this is not going to be good. After things were just breaking down. Then I was like, look, buddy, what is going on? I called him out one time for jumping off the grid. I love it. Homie's like, I'm so sorry. Like, you're an incredible person. I've not been treating you with the respect that you deserve. And I'm like, that's good. That he said that. Let's talk about it. No, exactly. I was like, but it's like, it's a little dramatic. It was everything. And I went better than like, oh, you don't deserve my time. It's like, kind of like, Okay, a little It's like the thing vibes. of preemptively, like, so, so. it's preemptively apologizing to the For other party about can't to get do. mad at you, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to do that. Yeah, it's, Me too. it's not great. <laughs> so then, whatever, we had a nice chat, but one thing I learned from Lauren, once again, which is probably why I'm so savage, partially, is um, Lauren was like, you have to tell people how you feel when you're, like, breaking <laughs> things off. You told me about doing this with the, the, uh, another guy, and I, I carried it through, you know. But, like... You have to, like, 
really laid out there. So we had this really great conversation where we just really laid everything out there. And I was like, I told him all the great things that I loved and respected about him. And I literally, this was so embarrassing, but I teared up. Being oh, like, I'm no. so grateful for everything that you like <laughs> taught me and like how you made me feel really like safe and blah, blah. And he's like, mm. that means so much to me. And I was like, you mean so much. Like it meant so much to both of us. And we got to have this Love really it. great conversation. And then we got to be like, okay, look, he told me all the things that actually were going on, and then everything made sense. Mm, and wow. then you just communicated. Literally. And then it made so much sense. And yeah. then it was so easy to like move forward from that point. Oh, I love it. It was so easy. Like easy with breezy. all the love and respect in the world of like, okay, yes, like this was a really not like it wasn't someone that's ever gonna be. Like, they're in this, wherever he is in his life right now, like, barring some wild change. So, like, I can walk forward peacefully knowing I said everything. He said everything to me. And so we got to have really great closure. Mm. And so I got to actually move on peacefully, which mm. I could never have done Love it. In, yeah. if I hadn't. Not that I'm saying talk to people. Well, I don't know. Well, it's Maybe. another level of toxicity. It's hard to move on with all these what ifs. And yes. you just squashed all the what ifs. So like, so I don't know. We know what would have happened. Yeah. If someone like goes to you, you're well within your rights to be like, hey, so I'm. You're well consume. I'm like, I'm interpreting from your behavior that you don't want to speak anymore. But like, yeah. can we have a conversation about this just so I can like, move we can on. move forward peacefully. Bye. And even just doing that probably gives a lot of closure. But like, that's my message for the people is have the conversation. Say everything you need to say. Ooh, like, radical honesty. Yes, because I did that with the last guy who I chewed out as well. Um, because he was a jerk. message. He's the one that gave me PTSD about men being Be liars. honest. Yeah. Put it out there. Speak your mind. Yes. Say what you're really thinking. And that is how you're going to feel at peace with the situation. Love it. Mm. Great yeah. advice. Love it. Thank you. Love it. That was a very... Wild wow. episode. So wow, guys. emotional roller coaster. I'm sensing we don't have a sister spotlight. What? I do. She does. Oh, you do. I do. Never mind. Sorry, I just gave it away. Oh, okay. That's well, okay. sister spotlight I forgot. is where each one of us sisters has a spotlight to herself <laughs> every week. Love and to see it. We have Get Real with Christina, Sappier Sass Thoughts with Kath, Lisa's Corner, Corner, Amy's Current Crisis, and. Lauren's take. And this week, who could be the sister oh spotlight goes on me Tristan. since I'm Tristan's going to give us one. So this is related to Tristan. So let's jump she's in. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's waking up perfect timing. Wow, I love that for her. She slept for two hours. Good job, Tristan. Whoa. I've been holding her for two hours. I'm so sore from holding her, but I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. So that'll give you some mad wait, muscles. Did you tell people girl. you're sitting on a ball right now? No, but I'm she's sure they gathered that I'm not this good at. <laughs> well, I don't know. I would have been like, "What's happening?" <laughs> so I'm just like hovering ball. over my stool. You have to be really talented to do that. So, guys, get real with Christina. Um, oh, she's waking up. Get real with Christina. I just want to say, you know the Jonas Brothers song "Hold On." They say, "Oh, I love that one." When you love someone and they break your heart, don't give up on love. Have faith. Restart. Bro, when it. they say that at their it's concert, amazing. Wow, it's what's like, his name? Is ghosting me? Restart. I cried my eyes out. Aww. Oh my gosh, it's such a good one. It's a, the best line so that they have. That is how I live my life. Hmm. And I'm talking about my VBAC and relating it to that. So <laughs> I had a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after a C-section. Hmm. And according to the internet, only about 12% of women wow. who had a 
um, cesarean, C-section have a vaginal birth afterwards. It's not very common and it's kind of hard to find like the right doctor who will really be experienced and support you and blah, 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 all this different stuff. So I did all the research I could, all this different stuff. But anyway, so I went into it and I knew I wanted to do that, but I knew that it was also not the most common thing and there were going to be obstacles in the way um, from my mental the mental aspect and also from the world, from doctors, hospital, blah, blah, whatever it is. Lots of um, obstacles. So my theme of this is when you have something that you really deeply want to go for and there are obstacles in the way or challenges, don't give up. Have faith. Restart. Mm. Go for it. So this is my my short story of that, which is... I looked into everything and I I knew there were a lot of obstacles. I knew it was going to be tough. I knew it was going to be a challenge. And I was going for a specific thing. I um, made the I came to the conclusion. Okay, this is weird. I thought I'm probably going to have a really big baby. I didn't know it was going to be this big, but I thought I'm probably going to have a big baby. That can make things a little more difficult, depending, depending not always. And I want my best possible chances of having this birth because I want to have a bunch of kids. So I had like a really strong reason for that. If I was like your average person who has only two kids, then be like, it's my last pregnancy, last birth. It's not like the stakes aren't as high, but my stakes were high because I was like, I really don't want this to like, um, stop me from being able to have as many kids as I would want. So it was kind of a lot of pressure. So I was like, okay, got to go for this. I got to do everything I can. And I could really feel like, you know, the negativity from the world. Cause there mm. is like a lot of negativity around it for various reasons. I can't get into any of that. way too many details, <clears throat> but I did so much research. I got into you did it all so much research. and it made sense. Like this makes sense. This is a great idea. I should go for this. And I had to, I came up against many obstacles, like my doctor, um, which I ended up switching and a lot of like mental obstacles, physical things with like my body throughout pregnancy and had to just keep pushing and keep going and fight for it. So mm. if you're if you're watching this and you're like, oh, I have these things that I want to do or this thing I'm thinking of and I just I'm just going to not do it. Because I think when we get older, when we're little, we do it all the time. It's like, I want to learn how to ride a bike. I just fell 20 times today. I'm, I'm going to try again tomorrow. But when we're older, we don't really do that anymore. It's like, I don't even want to get on it. I don't even want to fall. I'm just not mm. going to fall. We're just going to skip the whole thing and just not fall. And I'm just going to sit in my bed and go on my phone because this is way more comfortable. Mm. Duh. Right? Maybe more comfy. But I am encouraging everyone to not do that and get on the bike instead. Even if you're going to fall 20 times today and maybe 20 times tomorrow, it's so worth it to just know that you went for it. You totally gave it your all. And that was my goal is I want to know I gave it my all. We can't control the outcome of everything. There's plenty of things I can't control, right? I can't control her weight that she was 10 pounds and one ounce. Oh my But gosh. I knew I could control like me not having an epidural and getting into a really good position and having this physiological birth, blah, 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 all this different stuff. So, well, I wanted to put a detail in here. Um, when you, okay, in the VBAC community, it's a community. When, after you get your VBAC, you put your arm up and go like, yeah, and you take a picture. I remember telling my dad, I was like, so you don't know what a VBAC is because he doesn't really know that much about birth, which is weird for someone with 11 kids. But I told him about it and he was like, oh, cool. And I was like, it's it's pretty a challenging thing. And, you know, the odds 
well, the odds can be really good, but it's a more of a rare thing. And then I was like, and afterwards they take this picture. And I was talking to my dad in the um, garage. And then he's like, oh, let's take a picture like that right now. Uh-huh. So then he had me posing it and he took a picture and he's oh, like, it's for like, vis- my dad's really into goals and everything. He's like, for like visualizing that it's going to happen. And this is like the success moment after it happened. Aww. So he took the picture and then like texted it to me afterwards. Wait, that's and I so have cute. It in my text from him. Oh, and then after I awesome. after I got it, after I got my V back, she was born, then I texted, I was like, Dad, I didn't remember the picture, blah, blah, blah. And it was so funny. Oh, that's so Dad. cute. I love that's that. Really so that's my final words are when you love someone and they break your heart, don't give up on love. Have faith. Restart. Apply it mm. to anything. Oh, love okay. someone. Don't get a vaginal birth. <laughs> whatever it is. Fail don't give up on birth. Have faith. <laughs> restart. Yeah. Don't give up on Insert something else and give something. School? School. Have faith. <laughs> Respect. Your dream career. Um, your dream Don't house, give up on men. Somewhere. Exercising. <laughs> Don't give up on exercising. Apparently Have men faith. are not all Restart. Big Restart. Liars. <laughs> and that's the end. Thank you guys for joining. If you want to get every single episode and all the bonus content, and this is all the past stuff too. It's all on Patreon. There's so much good stuff on there. Amazing Cimarelli content. If you're a big fan you're going to love it. So check it out. It's always linked in the description. And welcome back to me. Hopefully, welcome back to Lisa soon. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And welcome to the world, Tristan. Welcome to the podcast, Tristan. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Which we will be, sorry, reacting to more wild Reddit stories. And it will be on our Patreon only. Wait So join us on Patreon to see all the wild stories. I cannot wait. It's going to be so wild. Last time it was so fun. All right. See ya. See then. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Facebook and Instagram. 